Too Much Movie Night, where each week we go back and we watch our favorite movie night movies and see how well they hold up. Tonight I'm standing in for Brian. I'm his other half, better half, depending who you ask. Better and half. next to me I've got JJ. Gators bitches better be wearing jimmies. <laughs> and Steve. All right, paper bitch and Yankee Clipper on the case. <laughs> And if you haven't put it together yet, we're going over the movie The Other Guys tonight. So, welcome in. Thanks for letting me crash your evening. Uh, How's it going? Man, this, I, I tell you what, I, I am so excited because, yes, I enjoy hanging out with Brian occasionally, but, but to get to hang out with you, with JJ, is awesome. That's, yeah, this I'm, is I'm, actually, I'm actually pumped because I'm kind of tired of Brian, you know? Like, oh, he's gonna be so sad when he edits this. <laughs> it, it's it's a nice vacation from old Bri Bri. Yes, so this came out 2010. Um, great year. Gotta love those round numbers. Year. When I graduate high school, so I don't really remember the first time I saw this. I probably saw it with Brian, JJ, like our little college group later. But what mm -hmm. about you guys? It's, as far as I can remember, this movie has been there. Like I don't specifically remember the very first time I saw it, but I have always known this movie since as long as I can remember. I don't know. I, I want to say that this was probably a... We'll see, we had just moved... Oh, man, this was probably a movie theater movie. I believe it was. In Oklahoma? And, yeah. You got nothing yeah. to do? Uh, an <laughs> Let's okay, go to the movie theater. An okay movie. <laughs> definitely. Like an okay movie theater movie, right? That was just like, it, it was just because, you know, the Will Ferrell was kicking at this time, right? He was, he was, <laughs> he was on fire. He had been doing all kinds of other cool shit. Marky Mark was, uh, <laughs> was on fire, you know, still, I mean, they're, they're like in the prime of their, of their movie careers, you know, kicking off. And I definitely think this was a, um, a, a a movie theater movie and it, I, it was one of those like i went to it and i was like all right this is fucking cool i do remember that i was i was pretty shocked to see like mark Wahlberg in it with will ferrell because i think mark Wahlberg just came off of shooter or had recently done shooter yeah. right before this mm -hmm. and so you know like i watched that movie i'm like action pack killing people let's fucking go <laughs> and then he comes into a comedy movie and i was like wait hold up something ain't right mm -hmm. he well, still he keeps the action though you know oh, yeah hot yeah head. oh yeah. yeah oh he definitely brings the funk with it no doubt you know yeah. <laughs> i really appreciate you know bark Wahlberg as that you know uh uh can do a lot of different shit yeah it's a good cast like I like how Will Ferrell, you're used to seeing him being, like, funny. You know, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, like, that kind of character. And so then for him to take this and then to also have kind of a, a little range within this movie is funny, too. Um, but let's jump into that trailer. Jumping. <gasps> Fine. <laughs> Tell me once again why I got on this roof. I chalked that up to bad life choices. In the toughest city in the world, nobody fights crime like these guys. Uh, somebody call 9-1, holy sh**. <laughs> and then... 
there's the other guys. Stop humming that song. We know, we know. All the gunfights, all the car chases, all the sex we don't want to have with women, but we have to, all due to what you guys do. And we do it again and again. Hey, 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 if I want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm and work your mouth like a puppet. Peace out. Yeah. Real, real characters. Yeah. You stopping me? What? I think you're a fake cop. I hear a guy who's probably a little insecure. Ah! All units, we've got a possible jumper. We all know you're in a very dark place right now. I'm gonna do it! You're feeling as if sweet death is your only release. Oh, we got a second jumper! Oh, look, he's fine! Ah! Hi. Who are you? I'm his wife. This is a ball and chain. Oof. Come on, seriously, who is that? I am a real cop. I'm working on a huge case. You're coming with me. <laughs> it's a wooden gun. <laughs> oh! Listen up. We need your cooperation. Run! We are doing a lot of property damage. Oh, cool, a helicopter. Where'd you learn to drive like that? Grand Theft Auto. I want to do good cop, bad cop. I come strong, and then you come in. Got it. I want to know everything now. Nah. Hey, well, I'll talk to you. You're reasonable. Nah, nah. You want to talk to me? I thought you said bad cop, bad cop. I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Pick another bird. Peacocks, they don't fly, Terry. They don't, do they? Just let them have it, Captain. The other guys. I loved watching you crack up throughout that movie. Oh my god, it was so fucking. There is so much shit happening in this movie. It's crazy. So good. So good. All right. Alan Gamble and Terry Hoyts are both officers of the New York City Police Department. Alan is a mild mannered forensic accountant, paper bitch, while Terry is a hot tempered detective who has been partnered with Alan ever since he mistakenly shot Derek Cheater, earning him the nickname Yankee Clipper. They receive no respect from the other officers, particularly fellow officers Martin and Fossey. Martin and Fossey, who trick Alan into performing a desk pop by firing his gun at the office ceiling, causing him to lose his gun. Uh, everyone in the, pre in the precinct, except for Terry, idolized cocky detectives Danson and Highsmith, who are considered New York City's best policemen, even though they frequently cause millions of dollars in property damage, catching petty criminals. During a pursuit, they leap to their deaths after attempting to aim for the bushes, which causes the precinct to wonder why they did it and who will take their place. Like I said, there is so much shit happening in this movie. It is just, it's like mind-blowing, right? I love the beginning of it right away. It was like, <laughs> again, uh, I say another, because <clears throat> we didn't actually do a Samuel Jackson movie. This was a Will Ferrell movie. Um, a pick, but an accidental Samuel L. Jackson movie again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. just, Beautiful accident. You almost, you just can't get away from it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but wow, the opening scenes with them, like in that car chase and just doing crazy shit. You got to love Dancing in Highsmith. This is the kind of movie, like I want that ridiculousness. Yes. Sometimes it doesn't fit. 
you know if those actors can't pull it off but it, this cast was perfect for that perfect. oh loved it that opening scene and i love that they talk about the 12 million million dollar in damages because <laughs> you guys can get ounce, kind of a like quarter logical <laughs> Yeah. It's a weed. Like, what's that? 80 bucks on the streets? Maybe 100 bucks? What? I love the reporters. Hey, I'm with uh, the New York Times, like, online edition. Yeah. <laughs> or the other person. Hey, I'm with T TMZ, the printed version. Printed version. <laughs> yeah, like... Which a misdemeanor in some states. And then dancing in Hydesmith. Free hot dogs. Free for hot life. dogs for life. <laughs> No drinks, But though. no drinks. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. That was, that was, again, the brilliance of that, I think, it was amazing. I, I fucking love Adam McKay's movies because of those little details like that, right? Adam McKay's his movies, when he puts in those little subtleties that just push, push things over the top to make it think, like, okay, that's fucking funny. Those little details, I love it. I want to know if Samuel L. Jackson, like, actually read the script. And was like, yeah, I'll 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 play this part. Or if he just was like, got a phone call, like, hey, we got a small part for you in this movie, and he was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm in. Well, probably like it was like, hey, you're gonna be the partners with the Rock. You're gonna be these badass cops. He's like, fuck it, yes, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> but I think honestly, Samuel Jackson probably says yes to any part. He seems like he's easygoing. Like if he yeah. reads the script, he's like, oh, that made me chuckle. My favorite part of him is when, and Steve, I saw your little hand motions in the trailer, when he's like, I'll shove my hand up your ass and make you dance around like a puppet. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like it's, it's so intense right off the bat. And then Will Ferrell brings out his little digital camera. Click, click. <laughs> I love that because like you're right it's like you know he's just like is the the intensity when he's like you shut the fuck up <laughs> if I, hear you. I like I, when he uh oh go ahead JJ well I was gonna say I, I love how like you know they storm off and then we get to our first introduction of Captain Gene and he's like you know dancing in Highsmith what's like like what heroes like in this paperwork it's like Bob's wife you know it's it's fat it's ugly <laughs> Nobody wants to touch it. So, so who's got it? You know, he's the captain of this. I don't even know what division they're in, because it it never really know. says if it's like, it's not major crimes. It's not. It's not homicide. You know, homicide. It's, just, it's just it's just detectives. Just general detectives. <laughs> New York PD. Yeah, he's he's just the captain of this, and he's like, yeah, you guys go have fun. We'll we'll take care of all the shit that. Y'all don't want to do because y'all are such badasses, you know. I I right. actually I I fucking loved Michael Keaton in this movie. Yes, he mm -hmm. honestly I think that he not that he was my favorite. Well, he was probably one of my favorite characters in this movie, just because of his honestly his demeanor, his calmness, his even the like that that initial the first time you meet him, you're like, all right, everybody bring it in. Okay, wait, back it up, back up, wait a little bit closer. You know, come in. <laughs> All those stupid little subtleties, Him and then of course TLC, the and then of course movie. the later on, yeah, with the TLC fucking references, is like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just you can't. It's, he, he, <laughs> he has my favorite line in the movie where he's he's just he, shake your dicks. This pissing contest is over. Then he like looks over at Will Ferrell and he dicks. gives him this like like Hey, did you see what I did there? Kind of thing. Like, so he got was he, was he demoted to that? 
because of being the Yankee Clipper because he was because when when he shot the Yankee Clipper he was in uniform so he wasn't even a detective at that point he got he made detective security a security guard police no no I mean no I think especially like with it being the World Series and being in New York they kind of like put their name in to run security because you basically get a free game out of this. So, so you think he was like yeah. moonlighting? Yeah. Like kind of moonlighting for the city. I'm going to wear my uniform, uh, but I'm normally a, just a detective. <laughs> but Because I was confused about that. I was like, wait, was he demoted? Because he wasn't really, because he was, de- I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I he, he, he kind of says it. He kind of says it in the meeting because he's like, I was on the fast track to become like a hotshot detective in Homicide. And I was... You know, working, working the game seven of the World Series, and here comes a guy with a weapon, and <laughs> I yelled at him to stop. He's a, walking at me. He's a biracial angel. <laughs> that that like uh, that scene is one of my like favorite scenes from the movie, just because like the guy's like I yell at my partner like. Drop me down the pump, and he throws me a Mossberg 12, and I send one right through his chest. And that guy, that red-haired guy in the background, is just like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> I crack up every single time at that scene. And I love that you can see, like, the therapist going, like, you know, she's trying to rein him in, like, all right, yeah, like, okay. I get it. It's cool, guys. We want to impress our friends. But let's really talk about the emotions that are happening here. <laughs> how, does that, how does that make you feel? Rock fucking hard. <laughs> As a, a clinician in the mental health field, like, that's your worst nightmare is leading group. And it going going south, going real like, sour. Like, how do you shut everyone up, get them back on track, while still maintaining like good rapport and being like those open. gutter rails? Those gutter rails are no longer standing up. Right? Yeah. There's like, we're gutter balling yeah. all the time. It's like, reel it back, reel it back, reel it's it back. Flying left and right. Um, and JJ, am I pulling this from another movie? But does he reference like Voldemort or? No, he doesn't do. That's a different movie. Never mind. Pull back. There's someone in a hallway in a movie, and he talks about like how he feels like it's when the Dementors are coming at him. And I think my brain associated that with this scene. It's like he's so scared. What? Like it's just one person walking at you. It's not like it's the Dementor coming at you, Steve. You wouldn't know. And I'm not like, going to explain what? it because you're not part of the Harry Potter club. Yeah, We're not I don't, talking you choose about Harry. not to wear that badge. This is not a Harry Potter conversation. It Didn't you be. say this is my night? Well, I guess so. This is Alyssa's right. epi tonight. I will be the I will be the puppet. I'm a, I'm your marionette, Melissa. Stick my hand Alyssa. up your ass. Just kidding. That was weird. The second I said that, I regretted it. Oh god! Oh god! Oh shit! Oh. Remember, you guys great. said you like variety. This is what you're getting. This is so. Great. Hold on. Go back. Go back. Go back. Because one of my favorite scenes, like. I was when I was watching this movie, I was kind of I was actually the other day and I was just chilling. And then it got to this scene and I was like, oh, I'm pumped to watch the rest of the movie. But it's when uh, Wahlberg is just so mean to him and he goes and gives the lion and the tuna example. Yes. He's like, I'll fucking hunt down your family and aggressively get at them. And then he I'll responds. Eat your, I'll eat your little tuna girlfriend. Oh, and Gamble dude. just takes that analogy and twists it and puts it back in his face. And he's like, 
but that's not how you expected it to end, did you? <laughs> and he's got I, nothing to say. So what does he do? He just throws a cup of fucking hot coffee on him. <laughs> what? That's your partner. Dude, that was so fucking brilliant. I mean, that whole scene, which took a long time with, for the, with his explanation, but it was fucking, it, it was necessary, right? I, think I appreciated that that, it. I, I appreciate it too. And it I gives just, us a little, oh, go ahead, JJ. Well, I was just going to say, I want to know if that was like actually scripted or, or if that was like just Will Ferrell improv, because that seems like a Will Ferrell improv moment. If there you know, you're, I think that you're absolutely right. Yeah. I actually read that the, I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly. That was improv by Will Ferrell, actually, for really? Marky Mark. So I was like, well, that, that, that fits, for sure. One of his funniest lines came from Will Ferrell. Because that, that was, because I loved how they kept bringing that one up a couple times, right? Mm -hmm. And you're right. That was, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't read that, but that does make sense. Um, but, but it fits his fucking character so perfect. It does. It absolutely does. They actually, um, the role of Hoyts was written for Jim Carrey. Like what? turned it down. Could you imagine like Jim Carrey and Will Ferrell like that? Like I feel like I feel like he could, it would fit, but Wahlberg does the aggressive, impulsive, like explosion yeah. better, and Jim Carrey does that in his Jim Carrey way. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know if that would have been as good of a fit. Yeah, that would have been a, a a rough. I don't want to say a rough stretch because Jim Carrey, as versatile as he is, but. I think that Mark Wahlberg brought that seriousness of it that I don't know if it would have got from Jim Carrey. Jim mm. Carrey would have been more of the, you know, kind of fun or doing some more stuff to it. I don't know. That's a good way to put it. <clears throat> you do associate Jim Carrey with Goofy. Like, even yeah. when he is in his, it's the it's his mannerisms. Yeah. Like, he has made yeah. his own almost like little window of comedy because of that, because of the body language, the all righty then, you know, just his, right. like the Grinch, all of that. It, it I would have been expecting some kind of fucking Ace Ventura mass, some kind of yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah. the over the top acting, you know, the over yes. the top, right. That, that, that Jim Carrey is known for. And that's what I appreciated about, you know, Mark Wahlberg doesn't bring that over the topness. Now, I mean, he can get, but uh, but his explosiveness is is awesome, right? And that's part mm -hmm. of it, which I think is really cool. All right. Okay, wait, hold on. Jumping back in, because JJ, you're back. So I didn't, I didn't realize how much I quoted this movie in college until I just watched it recently. You're because welcome. I would always be like desk pop i would say paper bitch like i don't know why we would say that but at least once a day i would call someone that and i never knew i mean i probably knew what it was from but like it's been years since i've seen this movie and i just didn't realize who, who are how you many calling good... paper bitch on a regular basis Damn. see that was 20 so honestly anyone who crossed my path i'm a different person these days i'm a better person now but 20-year-old me was a little mouthy. You were in the mean girl club, huh? I don't... My trauma no, Alyssa was there, just okay? the shit talker. <laughs> you have to it. shit talk or people will shit talk you. Sure. I now see how that's unhealthy, right? Hurt people hurt people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, that's funny shit. 
<laughs> that's funny that you fucking didn't even realize how much you were quoting this movie. That's yeah. great. I love it's, it. That's that's Brian's fault. And like uh, there was a couple movies it's all that Brian's fault. <laughs> we'll blame everything on him. Dude, what the hell is that scene? So, like I was waiting for like a tarp to come out of nowhere or an awning, like a, a ice cream truck to come by and they land on that. Like I did not think they were gonna die within the first five minutes. Oh god, it was great. It just it yes. just amazes me that they go through this whole like chase scene. They chase the guys up the ceiling or up to the top of the roof. You know, oh, special forces zip line, and then the guy cuts it. <laughs> like, first off, I'm curious, like, why did they lead them all the way up only to go all the way back down? Yeah, and so, good like, point. yeah, good point. Like, I mean, first time I saw that. Well, I'm you have like, to have an escape route. That was their yeah. escape. That was their planned escape route. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it just it didn't make sense to me because. Was the zip line there the whole time? And like it goes like across the street, like down to an intersection. So cars are just driving like right underneath this wire and they don't even. I don't know. That part has always bugged me. But then, yeah, aim for the bushes. And then, like they say, like at the funeral, like there weren't any even bushes or a tarp or an awning or anything. Let's think through some things, bro. Well, it's it's like Ice T says, you know, maybe it was their egos. They just ah, thought they it. were invincible. I'm so fucking glad you brought that up, dude. Yes, Ice T narrating this from the beginning was fucking brilliant. It was oh, amazing. God. I was called brilliant. it right off. I was like, oh, that's Ice T because I, I watch SVU every <laughs> single day. Okay, so I'm like, I can spot that. And Brian's like, no, that's Samuel Jackson. And I was like, what? You know what? When I'm look, because then Samuel gets on screen and then he starts talking and I'm like, when you look at him, you can almost hear their voices be a little interchangeable when he's got that really like aggressive yeah. kind of voice. But I was like, no, 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 that's Ice T. Totally so I had to IMDb that, and it's kind of my thing. Like Brian and I play this game every time we're watching something is I'll be like, I know that actor from this movie. And I'll be like, do you know what this person's from? And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, okay, you got 10 minutes to figure it out. And then it's like this little like competition. Or when he turns a movie on, I'm not allowed to walk into the room and I have to guess what movie it is as fast as I can. And so that's not something you can put on a resume, but that is my gift. <laughs> I have that a photographic memory, gift. and that is how I use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. It my is. wife would my wife would lose that game all fucking day long. <laughs> I know. I've I've tried to quote movies around her, and she doesn't get it. Like the jokes don't fly, and I'm like, damn. Now I look stupid. So <laughs> Hallie will do the actor thing to me, where she's like, oh yeah, that's such and such. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. And she's like, no, from from this movie. And I'm like, uh, nope. And then I have to look it up. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I know who that is. But then <laughs> I get her she's back. She's got the gift as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. she might. Alan and Terry investigate a scaffolding permit violation by British multi-billionaire Sir David Urshan, but wind up uncovering a much bigger plot by Urshan to cover the losses incurred by his client, Lindell Global. Lindell CEO Pamela Boardman has hired a team of mercenaries led by Roger Wesley to make sure Urshan pays her back. 
Terry and Alan go to Alan's house to talk to to talk through the case to have dinner and have dinner. Terry develops a slight crush on Alan's wife Sheila while not believing she is truly with Alan because of her beauty. When they visit Alan's girlfriend Christina to gain their police evidence, she and her husband want him to have sex with her. Meanwhile, Terry unsuccessfully attempts to reconnect with his ex-fiance Francine, who had walked out on him due to his anger issues. I know what you're thinking. Wow. Because of the beard, you know, you think I got hair all over. Clean shaven. <laughs> I forgot. Clean shaven. And I love the the clean. Like the whole swipe, right? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Now that's that's a quote that I, I use all the time, not that one, but whenever he's walking into the room and he's like, Arnie Palmy alerts, Arnie Palmy alerts. Yes. I say that one all the time. Um, I love how all of this basically, like, Urshan gets the attention because of the scaffolding permit violation. And Alan spots that what? right off the bat. And another thing I like to do is be like, ooh, that's a tip. That's like something that's going to circle back to it. And that one was kind of obvious. Like it, it goes with the character knowing his attention to detail and his nitpicking stupid little shit like a scaffolding permit violation is going to be yeah. what gets him. Yeah. So I love that for him. Yeah. I, I do mean, too. His, and, and his, his small attention ahead. to yeah. detail, like, like what did you do whenever you were a kid? Like, oh, well, actually I audited my parents when I was 11 and right. I found <laughs> numerous violations. They were not happy with me. Like, it's like little Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, it's it's that foreshadowing with Will Ferrell that you're just like, like, mm -hmm. all right, you know, something is gonna happen here. But then you know they do run into Urshan mistakenly through the uh, back entrance, and he automatically just like I was surprised he cuffed him that quick for a guy that lives behind right. a desk. He's a forensic accountant. Like he boom oh, pops him he, into cuffs. He like, fucking wrapped that. him up. <laughs> Did you know that Dirty Mike was actually uh, McKay? No, really? really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't even. Know. I guess I haven't there. even. I haven't even like Googled Adam McKay. I don't even know who he is. I just know that like all the shit he's involved in is crazy. But I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't either. The internet told me. I went to school with a guy <laughs> named Adam McKay though, so I was like, oh, I'll remember that. No shit, it actually <laughs> is. He looks just. Like the homeless guy, he's like Dirty Mike. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> why would he? Why would they? Why? Why would he put fucking like homeless, homeless homosexuals, <laughs> like having an orgy, not? having an orgy in a fucking car? How empowering! It's his movie. <laughs> you know, you got to sweep the shed, play the lowest, oh, the lowest man. cast. I love though that he like he hits the big ass thing of cocaine and it's just <gasps> all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then as the bad guy's like walking away, he like gets a little bump from the car and puts it <laughs> on his gums. <laughs> but when um when Alan's At the like crime scene, lol, great tweet. <laughs> when Sorry. Alan's like, I've never put I've never put the pedal all the way to the floor. That got me aroused. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It goes to showing that other side of him. <laughs> so good. Love it. Oh, Jesus. So, but then we see, like, okay, Urshan gets taken by, by Wesley and his gang. 
But then the Brazilian girl, like she's like, oh, mm. like like now we see the first the first instance of of Alan's uh, of Alan's sexual appeal. The longest that is the longest running joke through the whole movie. <laughs> Thing, which is great but i'm just so fucking like confused by it you know it's like where did this fucking come from like why are you married alan i mean what i meant to say was how did you guys meet <laughs> <laughs> and he just like degrades her and she she's like i know it's hard to believe like he's episcopalian i'm catholic like no 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 honey she just but laughs it so off good. like she just laughs it off like is like yes it's such a funny he's so funny he's so honestly it's like somebody puking it's like your husband puking on you in your car and just going oh my god he's so cute <laughs> listen here no personal <laughs> stories on the pod okay your son is cute he is attractive even when he's a little drunky pants throwing up <laughs> jj do you know that story i have heard that story yes. okay yeah jeep should not put their window little controllers in the back of the middle console because who would think of that unless you own a jeep <laughs> anyway but yeah he that whole the whole movie they keep that up like until the end like i really didn't know if will ferrell or alan really thought his wife was attractive or if he thought that she wasn't because they keep it going so well i mean he's yeah his character is the kind of guy that i guess wouldn't look at the outer appearance of a person but rather what the inside is like and what honestly i think what i see not that he's a gold digger or anything like that but he's like you know here's a doctor that she has her life together she's she's a stable person like she has her head like the right head on her shoulders i think she's a but safe he does, person to be around but he does tell right. her during the scene like when he escapes or you know he he like goes to her grandmother to her mom's house and having the old lady come across the street <laughs> tell her all the sexual stuff he does eventually tell her is like i say these things to you because right. i'm afraid that you are going to be too good for me and leave me right? right so i think he does sort of realize it but he's trying to I, it's, it's weird because like I'm trying to keep you down so you don't leave me. I'm manipulating yeah. the fuck out of you, right? So I'm gaslighting you, and I'm gonna lie and say, yeah. say how ugly you are and how frumpy you fucking look, so that way you feel bad about yourself and you don't leave me. Right. So you'll never have the confidence to leave. Oh my god. Um, that's it's not like, that abnormal. Being a therapist, I can tell you that happens a lot. That's fucking crazy, though. I mean, when you think about it, right? That's like total fucking like manipulation, gaslighting, fucking everything. Like, right, but when you have fear of abandonment and, and he truly believes like she is better than him, especially we'll get into this in the next segment, but the way that they meet, he's kind of at a rock bottom, you know, and she sees past that. So I don't know. It's. Yeah, you're right on that, but it's like, ooh, it's kind of scary how many people actually do that. You know, you put, you put someone down because you're too scared to leave them. So you kind of got to keep them, keep them kicked down a bit so they don't have that confidence. 
Well, let's get into this next segment so we can fully talk about Gator and all that he is. All right. During their investigation, Alan and Terry are wounded due to an unsuccessful attempt at scaring them off via the bomb of an account of an accounting office when they come in to investigate it. Alan confides in Terry about how he ran a college dating service in his past, though he insists that he was never a pimp. He stopped the service because he was deep into the dark alternative personality of Gator and, and wound up in the hospital where he met Sheila. When Sheila tells Alan she is pregnant, he reverts to his dark personality, which causes her to kick him out. Their investigation comes to a halt when Ershon's attorney, David Wallace... <laughs> fucking Brian. Dave Wallace. <laughs> Sorry. David Wallace. Jesus Christ. Oh, when his attorney, David Wallace, learns of Ershon's plan to cover his losses, leading Wesley to kill him and make it look like a suicide. Angered at their lack of progress, Captain Gene splits up the partners, sending Terry to traffic duty and Alan to beat patrol. Well, was he anchored by their lack of progress that he did that or because they they're making too much noise? They they're being too that... loud with the shit they were doing. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I love they keep going back to David Urshon. One hundred bribes and they and don't those bribes. They don't realize that they're getting bribed until halfway through. <laughs> they're like on the floor of the next game. Were these tickets bribes? Yeah, they were. And they just get up like, dude, you're already there. Finish the game. But then again, another attractive female's like, hey, where are you going? To Alan. Right. Yeah. Brooke Shields. That was Brooke mm -hmm. Shields. Oh, was who, it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Who grabs him and is like, what do you do? Where are you? Call me. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Which has just got to be infuriating to Terry because he's like, crying over Francine, you know, just wants to be loved. And here's Alan, someone that annoys the shit out of him. And he's just getting attention left and right, not even wanting it. But that's where we really okay. see, like, Alan's first, like, him coming out of a shell is at the Knicks game. Like, he's standing there. Like, it opens up to him, like, right in the camera's face. He's like, I got <laughs> Knicks fever. Woo! <laughs> like, yelling at him and everything. It's like, you don't see that coming out of the quiet accountant. Yeah. Until then. True, true. He's, I love it. Okay, so speaking of like the drunken night, that happens because Sheila tells Alan she's pregnant and Gator comes out, right? So I want to play a little clip for you guys because, um, you know, she references this little little jingle with Alan, the pimps don't cry. Pimps don't cry. Pimps yeah. Don't I can't remember cry. if that's coming up in the movie or if we've already hit the point where that happens, but... She got together with CeeLo Green, and they made yes. it happen. It's the so, ending song. Yeah, I got it's a little clip song. of that that we can throw in. Do it. And never shed a tear. Never shed a tear. Oh. don't When movies do that, <laughs> see that song was written by like Adam McKay too. <laughs> Probably right. Yeah. God damn it! I'm so gonna have to watch ridiculous. the music video to that. It's it is a it's like a 
early 2000s video. It's just like in the face and a lot of sensual talking. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, All right, you ready man. to go on to three? Yep, hit it. <clears throat> I think it's four, actually. Four? Shit. Sorry. All right, four. Did you make the font bigger yet? Because I, I noticed did. you did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a play where I Eighteen. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna make it fucking twenty if you don't. Is show that up. why it like all of a sudden like blew up? Whatever I was looking at it. No. You should see his phone, the size of his text. I don't know. What you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Time don't for old Pappy to get some bifocals here, kid. Give me some of my glasses here. Um, oh my god. <laughs> despite Terry's anger, or Steve's, I mean, despite Steve's, I mean Terry's anger, <laughs> Alan still works the case on his own. After he learns that Danson and Highsmith died investigating a stage theft during which Wesley broke into an accounting firm next door, he finds credible evidence and earns his gun back from Mock. Alan then convinces Terry to rejoin him. They meet Mock at Bad Beth and Beyond. Bed Bath, God damn it. They meet Mock at Bed Bath and Beyond, his second job, where he admits he is holding off on the case because Urshan has high profile connections that could ruin him. So he allows them to finish the case off the books. They go to an investment meeting Urshan is having and realize that the $32 billion Urshan seeks is really coming from the NYPD pension fund. They escape with Urshan to his private apartment and he tells him that the money from the pension fund is already in his account, ready to be transferred. Thanks. It's not a good time, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was one I did not expect to come back around when Bob was at that table. I was uh, shook by that. My waistline is furious. <laughs> So did did Bob know what he was doing with that? Like he knew that he was messing up all the pension funds and that they were basically going to be pulled into this Ponzi scheme thing? I don't think so. No, no. Bob was just trying to do right by the pension, okay. right? Yeah. He was the, I mean, I think Bob was like, you know, like legit, legitimately trying to do right. Mm. Like here's this dude, David Urshan who gets incredible returns from his investment, like a Bernie Madoff type thing, right? Here's Bernie fucking Madoff. What does, so what, what, what does he say? Ahead. 18%? Like, yeah. Yeah. We average 18%. So I'm going to take that fucking $32 billion. How did New York police have a $32 billion retirement fund? Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if you go back and think about it, like, 18% return year over year. That's amazing. Yeah, of course I'm going to do it. Amazing. Now, you, you, I mean, common sense would come into play where if it sounds too good to be true, it probably, it probably is. is. So, is Bob that, that an idiot? Yes. yes. <laughs> Bob deserves to get yelled at as much as he has been. <laughs> Bob totally deserves. Yeah. I fucking loved Mock at Bed Bath & Beyond, though. Yes. God. When he's Again, leading the team. Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, he's like going through. He's like, oh, yeah, we're running the cell on bath mats. So let's make sure we keep that aisle on. And don't forget about the rapist in uh, Central Park. So he's like, oh, shit, wrong job. But no, if you're ever walking through Central Park, don't go alone. Don't go there. And, like, 
<laughs> I fucking loved it, man. He was brilliant. And then that's where he. That's where I think that was it. The first, was this the first time that we get into the TLC? This is quotes? the second time. The second time. Uh-huh. Okay. So but this is when he really like pours them on, though. I think a little bit. God, I fucking loved it. <laughs> but you can see like. People are fucking terrible shots. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, this is an all glass room. Like it's people like half in of movie... it, windows. Like, yes. Those are all going to get shot out for sure. People in movies are fucking terrible shots. It's like it was like they have like no fucking training at all whatsoever. It's terrible shit. Well, that's this is where I think Adam McKay had like the budget, and he was very conservative with the budget up until this point. It was mm-hmm. like, how much How much can we just blow up and how, like, we, we papers flying, shit, glass breaking. Like, Alan is getting the hell down and getting out of there with Urshan, and then here's Terry doing his thing again. I mean, being such a badass. Like, we skipped over the motorcycle right. scene where he oh, just, like, God. fucking, you know, boom, kicks five guys asses at once and then alan drops a line like could you imagine where you'd be in your career if you hadn't shot jeter (laughs) (laughs) when does he get his gun back from the captain is that before or after the motorcycle scene it's after after. it's yeah so they terry's working the beat and like directing traffic and alan just basically he's solving the case on his own and he just walks right into Captain Gene's office and big dicks him, you know. He's just like, he's like Gator needs, Gator his, needs get. his get. Punk Gator needs bitch. his get. <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, he's like, Gene's on the phone and he just like looks at him like, yeah, whatever. And like reaches in there the drawer go. and hands it to him and he just, <laughs> which is yeah. he because we talked about like his his fucking alternate personality and you know when he becomes Gator. That whole fucking thing happened at college. Gator's got his fucking gun. And when he realizes, like, oh, shit, this is bad. But he's like, I never want to be that guy again. But then he fucking, he reverts to Gator. They get back from Vegas. And uh, the two other cops, uh, the guy Fossey from Fossey. Yeah. Fossey and Martin, are standing there, like, get, getting their picture taken. And he's like, he's like, what are y'all doing? Like, getting our picture taken for solving the diamond heist. He's like, wasn't that only like seventy four grand in diamonds? Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Like, right. what, what is going on? And then, it, like, that's where the wheel clicks, and he like then starts investigating on his own. Oh, because later, at the end of the movie, is that when they plug in that they used Alan's um... face back? What was it? Faceback app. Face because back. they found video footage of them breaking in, but it was just the backs of their heads because Martin and Fossey <laughs> overlooked that, which we haven't talked about Martin and Fossey, but they're basically the new uh, Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. You know, wannabes. They, they, pick, they even bought the glasses, okay? They really were serious about that, about taking over this I new fucking role. love, was it, was it like, Mar- it, was, it was one of the way... Wayne and uh, who Wayne's was brother, and it's uh, and 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 Rob Riggle, yes, which mm-hmm. is fuck. I mean, fucking Rob Riggle's in any fucking funny movie with Adam McKay, but but yeah, they were fucking great. But <laughs> those two actually like have a history of acting together. They were on New Girl together, yes, and right. so like, Coach, is that a Wayne brother? Who is that? Wait, is he a Wayne? He brother? is. I think he is one of them. Damon Wayans. That's the, mm-hmm. Damon Wayans Jr. Damon Wayans' son. Wow. Hold up. Hold up. 
I'm having what? a moment. I didn't what? know that was his dad. Holy shit. That Damon Wayans, the guy from fucking like, like, uh, my wife uh, and kids, not just my wife and kids, but yeah, that major Marvel pain. Kids. Major, that's that's Damon Wayans. So Damon Wayans Jr. is yeah, that's a son. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, you didn't know that, Alyssa. I, the night that I brag about my photographic memory, that failed me. Didn't Fuck. realize that. I think because he's just a little bit older, I've never seen them like. I don't know. I just never put that together. Mind Damon Wayans from fucking like uh, uh, the the. There was that show back in the fucking nineties. God damn it! I'm now uh, with, with Jim Carrey. Um, a show. It was with Jim Carrey. It was a it, it was a sketch comedy show. Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey. God damn it! How am I stupid? Fuck. Um, don't say that. You know, with the Fly Girls dancing. Oh my god! Um, it wasn't sketch this. No, 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 no. I think of it. Um, <laughs> yeah jim carrey uh uh god damn it uh, the 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 wayans brothers um oh my god it was like oh, what geez. made like jim carrey famous you talking about saturday night live no because he was no. on saturday night live too no jesus i'm so dumb I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Wayans Brothers. I am shook. Wow. They they look very similar. Live in front Obviously of a studio audience. No. Almost. Damon Damon Wayans. We're getting there close. We're getting there close. Uh, living color in living Liv- color. In living- color yeah in living color I so in living color it. that was the fucking wayans brothers fucking big thing damon wayans was like this uh what was one of the main characters him and jim carrey one of the main characters jim carrey was like a uh, fire marshal bill <laughs> damon mm-hmm. wayans never seen that oh my fucking god in living color was was what made them famous huh. damon wayans was the guy who was like you know let me give me two he, he would like do a movie critic he was like a gay movie critic, and he was like, "Here's two thumbs up in a Z formation, yeah, two snaps in the Z formation, just like boom, boom, boom." That is great. <laughs> they were fucking yeah. You gotta watch if you haven't seen In Living Color. You gotta watch fucking the In Living Color. I'll check in that out. In Living Color, bah, bah, bah. it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. Sorry, love that. Oh, that was back in the fucking nineties. That was a nineties thing. Sorry. I fucking I apologize. Don't apologize. Mm. I was looking at did we cover everything in this segment? Oh we? well, where did we end on it? That the Urshan uh, uh, his private apartment. So they went to the private apartment, <laughs> and the money from the pension fund is already <laughs> in the account, ready yeah. to be transferred. Yeah. So so they they go to Urshan's private apartment, and he's like, "I have a, a a secret place that I only take hookers and my parents to, but not at the same time. <laughs> but not at the same time, because that would be weird. <laughs> but I love it because because when they get there. Alan is drinking some water and it has like the the twist of orange and it's like just the fancy glass of water and he's like sitting there just enjoying it the whole time. 
That's another continuous joke through the whole thing that I fucking love. Through, through the, I, I love that, too. Like, every time they go to his office, he's like, you know, the rose water with the lime or whatever. Yeah, with and Mediterranean the, lime. The, the, the glacier water with the, you know, whatever. He's like, oh, I, I want some water. No, enough with the water. No, I wanted some water. Yeah, I was really looking forward to the water. But, yeah, like, like they're at the apartment, and then basically Urshan is just telling on himself. He's he is explaining to them every single little aspect of everything. Like no, like unless you get to the bank by nine o'clock in the morning, then you're not going to be able to get the money out of the account. But I mean, like Terry comes out and he's like, "We are staying here. Nobody's leaving." And it's Alan the one is the one that's like, "Well, no, I have to go see like see Sheila. I have to go make things right." <laughs> okay, fine, go see. <laughs> Which was so uncomfortable. I Could love you imagine? It. I loved it too, but could you imagine? I was in there thinking, it was like, could I? Could I tell like my wife's mom? No, <laughs> DK one, absolutely not. I just, I, I do love though how like even even at the dinner scene with Terry, how like open they are with their. Mm-hmm. Sex talks. Like, oh yeah. I, yeah. I had to go see a specialist be- and get my hips realigned. It's like, yeah, it's like when a German Shepherd gets uh, um, what's the word? Hip dysplasia. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it right there. Ooh, I kind of wish they would have scripted in his gator side to pop out in that scene, oh, like towards the grandma, because that just would have been like cherry on top. Let's roll into this last segment though, so we can tie it all together. No. Okay, no, the night's over. All right, later that night, Alan and Terry finally reconcile with their loved ones. Alan apologizes to Sheila using her mother as an intermediary, and she welcomes him back in. Terry also apologizes to Francine for letting his anger rule his life. The next morning, they drive to the bank to stop the transfer. Evading Wesley's team, two groups of investors to whom Urshan owes money, and the police officers who are told Alan and Terry have gone rogue. Reaching the bank, they halt the transfer. Mock finally arrives with the backup, rescuing them and arresting Urshan for embezzlement, and Wesley for multiple counts of murder. Urshan's arrest leads to a stock market crash and the subsequent federal bailout of Lindell Global. Terry marries Francine, and Alan reunites with his wife. Ice-T finishes off by stating that the true heroes are the everyday people who work to make a difference, not the ones who appear in the newspaper or on the television. I love Ice T's finish. Gotta love it. Yes. <laughs> Eva Menez is amazing. The the way that she had fun, it seemed like so much fun with this role. You know? How could you not have fucking yeah. fun with this role? Yeah. Well, I, like look at who the people are you're recording yes. with. Also, you're hot. You're known for being hot. And all they do is badger you in that movie. Just, That's kind of funny. Like to be treated just normal, you know, it's it's a new experience for her. <laughs> to be treated as like, okay, hey, you're not as fucking hot as you may think you are. Or you've yeah, always yeah, been yeah. told you Simmer are. Down. Simmer down now. <laughs> Simmer down. I love the. Uh, I, I love the. I guess the, the the pre-sex scene that they're having, and he's like, she's like getting ready to like take the wig off, and he's like, no, keep it on, like, <laughs> and she like. He like grabs the walker and just like throws oh it away God. and like grabs. It. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. get you grandpa style. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember what scene rolls into this one, but when um, Fosse and Martin are in the classroom and they oh get their call, God. like they're teaching the kids and they're like, listen, kids, most of you are going to be dead by your next birthday. So we're going to give you some tips so that you aren't one of the dead ones. First <laughs> yeah. off, you don't want to be black and you don't want to be Mexican. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And it was like, it was like great tip. Great tip. Great tip. Yeah, yeah. And then when they get the call in, they're like, pass up the guns. Pass up the guns, kids. <laughs> yeah. like, Who wants to go on a fucking ride? Who wants to go on a ride? Who wants to go on a ride along? Little kids in and the backseat. <laughs> That's right. They're fucking driving. These little kids like, wow, 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 wow. Oh, my God. That's so fucking brilliant. But how gotcha. badass would it be if a helicopter flew through and you're like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this helicopter with these balls. Like, you wouldn't even have to... Hit the, hit the helicopter! You wouldn't even have to ask that. That's a plot hole in this movie. You would not have to ask the people at the driving range to hit the helicopter because no. everybody's going to hit the helicopter automatically. It's a, great, it's a great ending scene. You know, when you think about the whole movie, that Prius has been through a lot. Like, it started Ooh. off all red, then it got hit, then the side panels became white, then it ran no, into actually, cocaine. Actually, it ran badgered. into cocaine, and it, the hood turned First. white, That's right. then it got oh, hit. Oh, I see what you did there. Rambo. <laughs> you know, but, like, I was, when we were watching this, I'm like, you know, when you think about it, a lot of movies have scenes where they're in, like, a chase or whatever, and there's a Prius. So it's a joke. But who's but. really got the joke? Because that's free advertising for Prius. They're silent. Fuck yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. You know, in Weeds, that gangster, he bought his whole squad Prius so they can just roll on up and do their drive-bys real silently. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I give my coworkers that have Priuses so much shit about like, like, oh, it's a fucking Prius and stuff like that. And and one guy actually told me. He was like, I have never gotten a speeding ticket in my life until I got this Prius, and I have gotten four. Because he drives <laughs> fast or because cops hate Priuses too? <laughs> well, I think, like, and that's what I told him. I was like, I was like, really, were you honestly speeding? And he was like, no, because they were all like three or five over. And I was like, yeah, that's just because everyone hates fucking Priuses, dude. So, okay, well, they, they, they do. Why are get you laughing? <laughs> They do get to the bank on time. They stop the transfer. They right. get to the bank. That's right. And they stop it. And the okay, here's where we're gonna chop. Sorry, Brian, this is your editing point. Get ready for it. Um <laughs> the poor guy that's Brian's gonna hate this trying, shit, by the way. <laughs> he just got home. He's listening. The poor yeah, guy that went the door. But the poor guy at the desk just trying to make the wire happen. Like, he's there. He's got five guns being pointed at him. This is, like, not as intense. But when you are a waiter or a waitress and you go and you give a table their tab and they're fighting to give you the credit card and you're like, I don't know. Do I take the guys? Do I take the girls? Do I take grandmas? I don't know what to do. This is now uncomfortable for me. I'm going to walk away. Like, this poor guy's got, like, five guns at his head, and they're like, approve it. Don't approve it. Approve it. We're going to shoot him in the face. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. What would you have done? Would you have approved it or not approved it? I feel like I would have gone in my little rolly chair and been like this. Uh-huh. 
as you guys are fighting each other, <laughs> I'm gonna roll on out of his office. <laughs> Real slow. Real stealth. God damn it, that was fucking awesome. That was that was great. That was brilliant. Because he's like, wait, just to clarify, you do or you don't want me to approve this? Like, shut up. You are obviously a desk person, and this is the most action you've had at work ever. <clears throat> I mean, probably, yeah. probably, I'd, I'd like, I'd, I'd enter panic mode and I'd just fucking hit enter. Just be like. <laughs> You're I mean, shaking. You piss yourself. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah. But like, I, I like mean, enter fucking panic mode and like, like not do anything. Right. Like analysis by paralysis. Like. Your problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's pointing their guns and they're like, what is that smell? And you're like, I shit my pants because I don't know pants. what to do. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment if you did. It's 9 a.m. I just had my first cup of coffee and I haven't gone to the bathroom yet. <laughs> so then the shootout occurs. And we see that Alan, Alan gets hit. He's wounded. In the in, in, in the line of battle. Although a smaller shootout than what they had at fucking Urshan's yes. office. Yes. Now and now Alan gets hit. Now Alan gets hit, mm-hmm. but the bad guys get arrested. The That's right. the case That's is true. busted open. The bad guys. Wesley are fucking gets arrested. So then Captain Gene comes walking in, and he's he's all up on Alan and he's so worried. He's like, Hey, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. He's like, Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Captain. He's like, You can call me Gene. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like complete, complete reversal on that. But then he like slowly like closes his eyes. He's like, We're we we're losing him. We're losing him <laughs> like hails for the paramedics and he's like he's like, No, no, I'm just I'm just really tired right I'm just, now. I'm just tired. And then he's like he's like, Okay, I'm gonna go check on Terry and he like goes to get up and he like just like mashes down on him. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, bad knees. Oh yeah. Like gets Well, he, he drops another he drops another TLC quote right there. Yeah. Yep. But Yep, he does. I but mean, what about the fuck? Then the very ending, which is which. So the very ending, they're in the badass fucking car at Coney Island. Hold eating up, the fucking Nathan hot dogs. Okay, I'm sorry. Please hold up. So, like I was saying earlier, where I watched this version on the Amazon free, whatever the fuck it is, with ads. Yeah. There was a deleted scene that was added in at that part. So they're walking out of the original Ooh. Nathan's hot dogs. Right. And they're sitting there talking, and this hobo-looking fella comes up and is like, hey, so you guys solved the case on this one. Well, it goes much deeper. And they look at him, and they're like, Derek Jeter? And it's Derek Jeter in a wig wearing all these, like, <laughs> hobo clothes. And he's like, yeah, I've been doing some looking into, like, all these, like... Yeah, it what? like he throws in so many more details. He's like, he's like, ever since this like parachute bailout of like such and such, the CEO came out with like thirteen billion dollars, which is a complete scam. Like this is something that needs to be looked into. And they're like, uh, okay, thanks. Is that Jared setting Jeter. us up for a second movie? That's what I'm it fucking really blown away, like. right, dude? Yeah, I'm fucking so blown away. I, right I want to go like, watch I've, those scenes. I have not fucking seen that at all. 
And then, yeah, That's we get great. to the ending. They hop into the Camaro. And Fueled by 100% vegetable oil. <laughs> vegetable oil. <laughs> and then we see another, like... they're getting like, taxed up the ass on that. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? And then we see another... Yeah, I'm curious. I'm going to have to look into that. What uh, cars that run on vegetable oil are charged in right. the state of what Ohio. What would Ohio say about that? <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, but then we see another like hot girl walk by. She's just like, "Hey, right?" And he's like, "How do you up? do this, man?" What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> I don't. Nice I mean, like, I just, I'm like, again, blown away by by Gamble's fucking like sexual appeal. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure B- if I get it. D E. That's the only thing that can explain it. <laughs> I mean, I, it makes sense. Him and those khakis. You see how they're pleated at the top? Okay. Dude, it's not like he's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's not. That ass doesn't hold up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, but like, like dead serious. Alyssa, you're the perfect person to ask on this. Like, oh, would a nerdy guy that is confident in his work really show that much BDE? Okay, maybe if you spend some time with him. But I was caught off guard by these women. Like, they're not interacting. They're literally going by what they see. So I I wouldn't have picked up on that. But I'm not going to lie. The tuna lion conversation, I don't think Will Ferrell's attractive at all, but I was like, oh, damn. That shows some confidence. It shows intelligence. (laughs) It shows balls to say that and follow through. You know, like, yeah. I do love, though, too, like, to kind of wrap up that scene where they're they're catching the wire and everyone's getting arrested. (laughs) And Martin or Fosse, one of them's like, I hope you like prison food and penis. (laughs) And that was just like, okay. I love how they carried over those characters and we didn't get a whole lot of them but then when they were in the scene they were good and they were you know stealing the attention so i liked that those guys did i mean like let's see damon wayans jr and rob riggle when they were fucking like part of it they were Mm -hmm. on fire yeah absolutely and and scene stealers they made them i mean not that they made the movie but they fucking added a whole lot to it that was just so incredible it was awesome yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah. I also like the little uh, Faceback app plug-in at, at the end. Like that that's how they caught them. Just that because, was how. You know, that was such a tiny little thing that was mentioned. I wouldn't expect that to circle back as well. But I feel like that, it's just kind of like they tied it together with those little comments. Yeah. It didn't take much. Yeah, but you're right. Absolutely right. It did not take much. Go ahead, JJ, please. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, Think about the criminal, like, genius it is. Like, we just basically stole a cop car. If so facto, quotes, <laughs> it is a Prius. But, I mean, detectives are driving this car. We just stole it. Now we are going to go commit a crime in this cop car. <laughs> like, how fucking great of circumstances worked out for them so awesome until the face back app. I mean, that really, mean? Oh, 
because he left that's his what phone caught him. in the car and that's what caught right. him like but that like for that to happen and them to just like play off of be like all right we're pushing the diamond heist up now and then we're going to go abandon the car hobos are going to fucking it and ruin <laughs> everything <laughs> like there's like it, it, this movie really shows you how trashy New York is. Like all these bad things happen to one car in like one night. Right. That yes. In one one night, car in one night. It actually even sign up sheets. <laughs> so, all right. I think we're at that point of the night when we uh, order a pizza and we share some slices. <laughs> you know what? I think the pizza has already been eaten. But now, how many slices did I eat? That's oh, I like that. Ooh, there we how go. How many slices did you eat? That could get bad with a certain <laughs> tone of voice. Anyways, um, I think this is the time oh of the night God. where we pull out our pizza box. And that is how we rate these movies um, on a zero to eight pizza slice scale. That was pretty good, huh? Yeah. I obviously nice. listen zero, to podcasts quite a bit. Zero Very slices nice. is... You know, getting poison ivy on your rectum. Or jumping off of a building trying to hit a bush and missing completely. Yeah. Love it. I love them both. Would be a zero slice, right? Ten slices. Or, yeah, eight slices. Sorry, fuck me. Eight slices is uh, being Alan Gamble. Eight is being Alan in this situation, not being his wife. (laughs) That's not not so great on her end. But so um, since our our guy Bri Bri couldn't be here tonight, he put in his vote for this movie. But and I don't think that matters. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Okay. You didn't let me finish my sentence. You're right. But when you guys missed the podcast, you guys didn't get to throw them in. So he put it up there just for shits and gigs, but that's up to you guys if you want to like include it in that ranking for the week. Let's so. let, let let's give our three rankings and see where it ranks. <laughs> oh, and then see, and then we'll hear what Brian thinks about it. I agree. All right, I like that very well, nice. Steve. This was your this movie, man. so eeny meeny miny mo. Which when do you want to go? Alyssa, I'm the kind of cat person who likes to go last in when they're movie picks. So I will go last. That doesn't shock me. You got to see what everyone else has got to say so that you yes, can get ma'am. the fucking final word. I, I know like you. The, I've I seen like you the argue, final Mr. word. Phil. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is bad having my daughter in law on the fucking. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. Well, I'm gonna go ladies first, and JJ, you can be the cream of this Oreo. Hey, I'll be the penis in between us. Let's get this action started. All right. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, that fucking nerdy ass laugh. (laughs) That was a nerdy ass laugh. I love this movie. Like it had me rolling the whole time. We've tore some movies apart, or should I say, you guys have. I've listened and added in my own commentary with the voices in my head, like I shared. But you know, you guys have ripped through some movies about the ridiculousness, or like, eh, there was a few holes that it didn't break the movie, but 
it would have been nice for them to kind of sew that up a little bit more. And I feel like this movie did it. It was ridiculous. I wanted it to be over the top. It had good music in it. The cast was banging. Um, it kept me engaged the entire time. So I'm going to throw up a seven and a half. Oh, fuck. Is that bad? Oh, Steve, shit. honestly, your reactions are Girl. the ones that I fear. You've made Girl. me doubt myself because of the episodes I've been on. And then you talk shit about my scores in other episodes so the listeners can know <laughs> that Alyssa's opinion on a movie fucking sucks. So, oh, okay. No. Dude, I I'm going to go I'm, with it. I love it. I think I would turn that save on again. My I'm going to save my comments. I will save my comments. Right. For the yeah. end. See? Yes. You're proving my point. Oh, you're going to hear what shit. everyone has to say and use it for your monologue. But, JJ, your turn. You're up. Girl, girl, that was your your time, your score. I love it. So, wait. What, what did you give it? Because I completely forgot. <laughs> Seven, Seven and a half. Point five. Seven and a half. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I will say Steve is very dramatic with his reactions. <laughs> So. <laughs> Can we get a nickname for that? What? What I'm the sorry. fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. But no, I mean, like, like, like you said, Alyssa, this cast is a fucking all-star cast from Samuel L. Jackson, Chris the Rock Johnson, Will Ferrell, Marky Mark, Wahlberg, not Wahlberger, and. <laughs> Shut up, Steve didn't know about that. Okay, yeah. I that was a little pre episode banter. Um what? But then I said I, I said Wahlburger, because that's the restaurant, the Wahlburgers. I know what the Wahlburgers are. But I mean, like you just you just have had so many you have so many like great faces in this movie. And the comedy is there one hundred percent of the time. The action is there. 85% of the time, it keeps you engaged. It keeps you going. You don't want to look away. You're not looking at your phone. You're looking at the screen. You're watching it 100%. You know, th and, and this is a movie that I see it come across on whatever streaming services I'm on. It's usually been, it's been on all of them. And it rotates through them pretty heavily because it gets watched regularly. Will I watch it every single time? No. But when I am bored, there's nothing else on? Yeah, I'm putting on the other guys. And I laugh every single time. <laughs> it just, it it's provocative. It gets the people going. I mean, I love this movie. I will keep watching it. Is it a family night movie if you have kids? Mm, probably not. If you don't have kids, yeah, you're watching it, and your significant other is probably going to sit down and watch it with you and enjoy it no matter what. And so I got to give it a good seven. Ooh, solid. Damn, you guys. You know, <clears throat> I often question how you guys fucking like rate movies. I mean, you <sighs> know. This is coming. <laughs> What? Here it comes, AJ. I'm just saying, right? You know, I mean, you guys being a little slightly younger, slightly <laughs> younger. Well, my bad. Was Let's that dramatic? Hold on. Minus 30. Was that, wait, was that 
like yeah, yeah. So you being you guys being slightly younger than me, right, may have a different perspective on movies. However, however, when it comes to fucking great movies, we all agree. We all agree on stuff. Right? That was a great turnaround, Steve. I love it. <laughs> you see, he does this bullshit. And this, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because this is a fucking great movie, right? This movie, you're, you, you guys are so right, right? A great fucking cast, a a a, a great storyline, and and like I watched it three times this past week. And oh my god, get a life, yes. man. Oh shit, girl! This was a you I watched this. A, I watched this on the flight back from Cancun, and then I watched it Monday night, and I watched it again today. Right? Oh so, my god! I mean, it so was you can watch this I, movie it, three times, but not let me know that you're safe from a tornado, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Same goes for you Brian. Told you, I told you, uh, but yes, you're right. I'm sorry, but um, but yeah. So this is this is a great movie, and you know. To to pile on everything that you guys said, this is a seven point five movie. Alyssa, I agree with you one hundred percent. Which was my my reaction was like, oh my god, you're so right, and I love that. No, I mean and, it, it uh, is it is for sure seven seven. This and was a half. seven seven and a half. This movie is up there as one of the probably the great one of the best um, uh, movie night movies that. Uh, that well, I mean that 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 I that I have seen absolutely. So Shit. so our ratings are in and our ratings are going into the slice tracker. Um, what yes. was Brian's? What was rating? Brian's? Shit. So Brian was seven point five. So without Brian, we got seven point three three. What? I know, right? What? Brian had seven point five also. Yeah. Mm, man, that's fucking crazy. All right. So, oh, do you guys just add them to the? Okay, yeah, just add them to the bottom. So average is seven point three three. Well, you can type it in, and it'll auto. Yeah, you, you can type in, and it'll automatically. It should automatically. Do oh, it. I didn't even think about that. Math. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> damn. Shit. So yeah. with our seven point three three average, that puts other guys in the number two spot, right under Dark Knight. Ties oh, it with tied. the tied, tied oh, for number one. Shit, shit, my bad. I can't read. Tied for number one, Dark Knight, and also right above Friends and Benefits. Steve, how does that make you feel? Is that salty well, in your mouth? Well, actually, girl, that is. This is definitely a fucking way above Friends with Benefits. So, listeners, we are going to have a fun little segment once we finally hit um, a milestone episode 50, and. 50. Yes, because this is episode 33, you guys. Look at you. So what? We're over halfway to number. 50. Oh, Girl, this is 33? It is. Wow. So when we get to what 50, we we're going to have a lives. chance. <laughs> that means you guys have spent at least 65, 66 hours recording. Because you usually record for more than two. So I'll take it. Yeah. But anyways, I think at the six month mark, you're going to have a chance to go back, look at these scores because right, you're, you're right, Steve, what you said earlier was how do we all gauge a different movie? 
Yeah. Maybe it hits me in a sentimental. Maybe it hits my humor versus someone else's. But then when I see them compared to our other movies, maybe it makes you second guess the score that you gave. Or because you've been watching so many, you kind of want to give it a new score. Yeah. So good point. Don't worry, Steve. We'll have a chance for Friends with Benefits to get dropped down. Oh, you know. And the mummy me. to get brought up. Pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are fucking funny. It's been real. It's been fun. I'll say it has been real fun with you guys. I've Fuck enjoyed yeah, my time. It's been real Thanks fun. for letting me. Thanks for letting me crash awesome. your Tuesday wait, evening. Wait, was Brian here? Brian, I, I didn't even miss Brian. We had Alyssa. Aww. I didn't even miss Brian. It was a, it was a Home good... Homeboy is downstairs. <laughs> it was a good vacation. <laughs> Waiting to be invited in. Oh, man. I know. I almost wish Brian was here, but at the same time, uh, I'm so glad we got to hang out with you this week. Yeah. A little Alyssa, spice. It was great. A little razzle-dazzle. I got, I got two weeks of Alyssa, and <laughs> that's, that's enough. three weeks too many. But <laughs> other than that, we're okay. <laughs> Well, JJ, it is your lucky night because kidding. tomorrow I'll be joining you on Too Much Shenanigans. So, listeners, if you just have oh, a, a commute a that you hate and you don't have the brain cells to really listen to something too interesting, you kind of want to hear people talk a lot about nothing, tune in. Too Much Shenanigans. It's actually pretty fucking funny. If you like how much we laugh in this podcast, you'll laugh your ass off there. So, don't go chasing them waterfalls, man. I wish we had icky thump, but this will work for me. This 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 is a good this is a good closing. What? This is a good week, guys. Fuck yeah, it was great. You guys.